Hey there, you're listening to the My Little Eater podcast. I'm Edwina Kennedy, pediatric dietitian and mom of two amazing boys, one of who is actually going to dress up as a nerd this Halloween, <laughs> and the other who's dressing up as this big blow up rocket ship with like legs hanging out of the side. I don't know. I can't even explain it. Don't even ask. They're pretty much at the age now where, you know, those cute matching costumes that I used to put them in once upon a time are a thing of the past. And oh man, I remember one year they were both Harry Potter and they dressed impeccably well in this like cute, well-made suit. It was even complete with a wand straight from Hogwarts um, studio in London. And man, it was just, it was just so put together. And now I have such little influence over what they wear and I can't keep up with the trends 10 and 12 year olds are into nowadays. Oh my God. And it's just scary how fast they grow up. But anywho, there are a lot of scarier things for us parents around Halloween than not having influence over their costume choices. Things like never ending candy stashes and what on earth you're going to do about all the candy that's going to come into the house and how you're going to control it and is your child going to just eat candy all day forever and ever until it's gone. (laughs) Well I'm here to tell you today that you do not have to fear the copious amounts of candy that they get and no I am not going to be talking about the switch witch or about selling the candy or about any other tactic that is just basically made to remove the candy and just pretend that Halloween never happened. Because if you know anything about me and you've especially read my blog post on how to raise a toddler to have a healthy relationship with sugar, I will link that in the show notes for you. Or maybe you've even taken an in-depth lesson on managing sugar and treats inside of my Feeding Toddlers course. You will know that I believe that we need to teach our children how to manage sugar and desserts in a healthy way rather than avoid it or fear it altogether. Now, of course, we don't want it to take over our child's diet, but without allowing it to show up in their lives and without having the right attitude around it, candy and sugary foods can actually quickly become an obsession that's created out of restriction and shame. So the funny thing is, I actually think Halloween, when it's enjoyed completely in a way that a child would want to enjoy it, is the perfect way to learn about how to manage sweets and how to have a healthy relationship with them. So what I'm going to do for you today is I'm going to walk you through five steps to managing Halloween candy like a pro, be the cool parent, and actually walk away from the season in awe of how your little toddler or preschooler or a school-age child can be totally cool around Halloween candy without gorging on them anytime it's in their possession. So let's just Dive right in with tip number one. So the first tip is going to be to start the night off with a filling supper. So before you head out for the night, aim to have a filling and a nutrient-dense supper with a good source of protein, fat, and fiber. And that's basically going to help set your child up to not be hungry before a night full of candy. And that's going to mean that they're going to be more likely to enjoy them in moderation versus gorge on them because of hunger. So if you choose a meal that has the protein, healthy fat, and fiber, that's like the trifecta, the perfect combination of nutrients that's going to help balance their blood sugar levels throughout the night. And it's going to help them stay in good spirits, no crankiness, no hangriness, just long enough to listen to their body and practice mindfulness, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Okay, now step number two is an easy one. It's fun and 
it's basically going to create all the best memories. And that's just to go out and collect your candy and only let fun be on the agenda. So this is the time to purely enjoy the night and enjoy the childhood memories that they're forming. And do not, please do not make comments about how much candy there is and how bad it is and how much sugar there is and all that stuff. Just have fun. So part two of the night, just go out, get your candy, have fun. That's it. (laughs) Step three, sort the candy with your child by choosing favorites. Okay, so let me explain this one. So after you get home, I want you to initially do like a quick sift of the candy loop. Make sure that you're checking for safety of the candy that they're eating. Make sure there's no choking hazards. Check the packaging, all that good stuff. And then go ahead and instruct your child to sort through the rest of the candy and put it into two piles. So one pile is going to be their favorite candy. And then the other pile is going to be for the candy that eh, they don't care for that much. So if your toddler or preschooler is experienced with different types of candy and eating them, they may already know their favorites. And most of them aren't going to have any issues sorting it into two piles. So they come in, they're riding on a high from a night of trick-or-treating, and now it's time to collect the best of their loot. So I want you to show them how exciting it is to find a favorite to separate it from the rest, and to choose it specifically. When they come to eat it, they know that that's their ultimate favorite, the best of the best. So this is step one to showing them how to eat what they actually love rather than just eat because it's there or eat because they feel like they have to or eat because it's candy and candy is the best thing in the world according to society, right? So it's pretty much the only time we're going to welcome a little pickiness. And so you can lead by example by saying something like, you know, let's say Mars bars are your favorite. You could say, oh, Mars bars are my favorite. So I'm going to keep all of the Mars bars for sure in this pile, but I don't really like the rockets. So I think I'm going to put them in the other pile and then keep on going through the candies just like that. And if they seem to put almost everything in their favorites pile, I don't want you to freak out, it is okay. Try not to comment. What that basically just means is that they're likely still very excited and they idolize these foods, or they generally don't know yet what their favorites are. So let them start learning what they really like and what they don't. And this could take a few days, this could take a few weeks, You know, it might even take a year as they try and taste different candies for the first few times. They will come to learn what they love and what they don't love. And that's just something that you can talk about freely with them, engage them in conversation, ask about the properties of the food that they like. Why do you like this one? Why do you not like that one? And that's going to help them start to form this idea that there are better candies than other. And so if it's not this year, next year at least, they will be really good at sorting through them and and separating it into favorite and non-favorite piles. And over this time as you do this, and when you do this in combination with the other strategies that I teach about when it comes to including desserts and sweets in your child's diet, the novelty of the candy is going to start to wear off. And that's going to be the way to go versus you telling them, you know, especially on that night that they can't have it or they shouldn't have it, which only is going to lead the obsession to linger and for that obsession to grow. Okay, now step number four, that is to let them eat what they want on night one. Okay, so this might seem scary for a lot of parents, but as long as you've deemed it appropriate for your toddler or your preschool or whatever to have added sugar and sweets, which I usually recommend starting to do around two years of age, then let your child eat whatever they feel like they want to throughout the night. 
Yes, I mean it as much as they want. You do not have to overtly say this to them, but if they ask for candy, you have total permission to say, yes, you can have some. They will be so excited to try it. And I promise one night of a lot of candy is not going to ruin them. It's not going to cause them to be obese. It's not going to give them cancer. If you start this and the other strategies, again, that I outline in my toddler's course from day one, when they start having treats and when they're still young, you're actually going to see that the obsession with candy when they're young, it likely is not even formed yet. They are still going to be really good at this age at eating mindfully, at eating slowly. They're going to stop when they're full. And so you're going to see most toddlers and preschoolers, they may take one or two candies, maybe three, and be done with it. They might even, you know, take a bite or two of one candy and then just be distracted by something and never come back to it. So the less that you fear it, the more that you're going to see that you really don't have much to fear about it in the first place. So trust your toddler. Trust them like you would trust them with any other food to be able to eat mindfully and listen to their hunger and fullness cues. Now, If you feel like your child has already formed an obsession around candy and sweets, I still want you to do the same thing. But I just want you to look at the fact that they're eating more candy than usual as a learning opportunity. So this is an opportunity for them to learn what it's like when they eat a lot of sweets. This is actually a really important thing to teach them. And through the experience of them eating it, I want you to avoid commenting, you know, overly positive or overly negative comments that might make them think things like, oh, this is special, I should want more candy, or this is bad, I should probably eat less. So I want you instead to show your little one that candy is a food like any other food. There is nothing special about it. There is nothing to get worked up over. It's not put up on a pedestal, or conversely, it's nothing to be shamed for when eating. Remember, food, including candy, can be eaten strictly for enjoyment. It doesn't always have to be tied to nutrition. And second, kids need to feel what it's like to eat too much candy if they do go there. So my biggest suggestion is not to come at it. If they do this, don't come at it from an I told you so perspective. But instead, I want you to help them observe what they feel and why. So you can say something like, Oh, you know, if their tummy's hurting, you could say, oh, I'm sorry your tummy is hurting. I think maybe having that much candy made it hurt. Let's just practice listening to our body next time and let's try stopping before it hurts. And you can read more about how to teach mindful eating to toddlers and to to preschoolers in a blog post that I have about this. I'm actually going to link it and I'll, I'll link all the other blog posts that I talk about in this episode in the show notes. And yeah, you know, you can teach them how to eat mindfully how to eat slowly, how to teach them how to really taste the food with all of their senses. All of that stuff can be done and actually should be something that's practiced all year round with all food. But this is a great opportunity to remind them of it or to teach them it for the first time. Now, the next and final step is to resume your regular sweets and treats strategy. Don't freak out that you have all this candy at home because after night one, I just want you to put the candy out of sight. So maybe put it in a cupboard or something, uh, you know, at a site where you're not always seeing it or your child's not always thinking about it. And then just go back to serving candy as you see fit within your overall desserts and sweets strategy. Now, every parent should have a dessert and sweets strategy, and I outline this, again, inside of my Feeding Toddlers course. But basically, you know, you're going to choose how often you want to serve it throughout the week. Always, in my opinion, you should always offer it alongside of a meal or a snack. So that way, 
That candy is treated like any other food, and it's a small portion on the plate, and it's offered amongst a variety of other nutritious food options. And always let it be you who chooses when to offer it rather than giving it any time your child asks for it. So this is going to fall in line with the division of responsibility. That's a feeding strategy that I'm always preaching about. I actually have a full podcast episode on that topic from season one. So again, I will link that for you in the show notes. If you are interested in learning more about it, it's really important, especially if you just entered, you know, parenting a toddler and you want to know how to feed them. This is like the foundation strategy for everything. But when you choose when to offer it, that's going to be falling in line with that strategy. So definitely want to do that. So a tip is if they ask for it, let's say outside of your planned meal or snack, and you don't know what to say to them, you can say something like, we'll be having candy with supper today, but right now we're having X, Y, and Z. So maybe chicken, peas, and rice. So making sure by giving them this answer, you're making sure to let them know that it will be coming around, it is planned on your menu, and it's showing them that it's not forbidden. It's not going to disappear forever after Halloween night, and they don't have to feel that it's the scarce thing and it's never going to show up again. That's really like having that scarcity feeling is only going to feed into the obsession around, you know, getting the need, I should say, to get as much candy as they can when they do finally get an opportunity to have it again, because they're going to think mom or dad are never going to bring it around. So I've got to get in as much as I can now, maybe even sneak it in. And so what I want you to try and instill in them is this confidence that you're okay with offering it on your meal plan. And maybe that's once a week, maybe it's a few times a week, maybe it's even once a day. Again, based on your own individual sweet strategy that you have in your own home. And then they can relax about it all and they can just trust that it's going to come around. So I want to say if the idea of having so much candy in the house stresses you out, just think of it this way. Since you are in control of what foods to serve and when to serve it, including candy, it's never going to be a free-for-all with candy after that first night. So you could have the biggest stash in the world up in your cupboard, but you're still only pulling it out strategically once a day or every couple days or however often you decide works best within your sweets and dessert strategy. And in between, it's just out of sight. The novelty will eventually wear off. And I can tell you without a doubt Pretty much every single year, my kids have forgotten about the candy after a few weeks or maybe like I think a month and a half was the longest that they still really wanted it, especially since other treat options, you know, started to come around by then and they again were taught to be picky about choosing their favorite and, you know, since they knew that they were getting these regular opportunities to eat it when I decided to put it on the menu. So they weren't constantly having it on their mind and obsessing over it. So there you go. Those are my tips for how to handle Halloween candy like an expert, like a pro, not to fear it, and basically to enjoy your night and teach your child a valuable lesson around how to manage sugar and how to manage candy at the very same time. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you. If you did find it helpful, if you learned any good tips, please leave me a five-star review. That would mean the world to me and would really help to get this podcast out to other parents just like you. Have a happy Halloween and I will talk to you next week.